0: This is Dialogue, a podcast series from American Mosaic. Just driving around the country, talking to people about roots, family, community, jobs, kids, whatever is on their mind today. This episode is uh, from my trip to uh, the Dakotas and uh, It was a a real road trip. Uh, I actually left from uh, Seattle, Washington and uh, drove as far as uh, Bismarck. Anyway, on the way, I passed through Idaho, Montana. And uh, this is uh, from a stop in uh, Butte, Montana. And I spent a couple of nights in Butte and uh, had some conversations. In this particular conversation, uh, there was a Saturday market and I was walking around and it was uh, a table uh, uh, set up for a uh, FM radio station, uh, KBMF, uh, 102.5, in Butte, Montana. And I talked to fellow uh, Clark, and uh, he agreed to have a conversation with me. And uh, that's uh, what follows. I should add that uh, Butte has a, uh, a lot of history, and I think in particular the historical significance is uh, a source of uh, copper. In the late 1800s and the early 1900s, uh, probably Butte, uh, Montana, uh, provided uh, most of the copper in the world. All right. Okay, hey, rolling. Well, we're rolling. So, uh, okay, uh, I'm in Butte. Uh, old Town and at the Saturday uh, Farmer's Market. And I'm walking along and I run into uh, this setup here and I'm listening uh, to some old 78s and uh, this guy's got a crank... Uh, <laughs> Victrola. Victrola. And uh, we start talking and he tells me uh, about this unique radio station and he tells me that he also... Uh, has got some, uh, a sister radio station in uh, South Africa, and I'm going like, what? And so, anyway, Clark's his name, and uh, Clark's gonna, actually, he's gonna tell me what the name of his radio station is.
1: Clark? Sure, yeah, so uh, my name is Clark Grant, and I'm the general manager of KBMF 102.5 FM in Butte, Montana.
0: Well, I like what you uh, were describing. It. You said uh, your call letters again, and you said something about
1: badass, something or right, badass motherfucker. It actually also stands for Butte America Foundation, which is our nonprofit organization. Okay, cool. Tell me a little bit about
0: uh, the station and what you do, and uh, you know, and the music, and uh,
1: what what what's it all about? Okay, yeah, so. KBMF was started four years ago, uh, so in 2015, as a public access community radio station. It's a free-form program schedule. And um, basically, how I got into it, I was working in radio for an NPR member station in a nearby town in Missoula and going to college. And... I uh, learned that the FCC was opening up applications for a new class of non-commercial station in the U.S. called LPFM. So we're part of a low-power FM movement that's taken place over the last four or five years um, across the nation. There are over a thousand new FM stations, many of them licensed to independent nonprofits such as ours. So the mission of the station is about public access and um, we're like I say open to the public and Butte has um, a large population of mentally ill people being kind of a down and out post-industrial community in the west and there's a serious lack of social services here so our station serves as an outlet for those people low-income people mentally ill people um, that are seeking connection and community they can come to our station and have their own radio program. Cool now how did this uh, thing come about with uh, South Africa? I found that was really fascinating. How yeah. that happened? There, um, we made a connection with Nongoma FM, which is a thousand watt FM community station in rural. Um, South Africa in the province of KwaZulu-Natal and their station manager reached out to us um, some years ago now, I guess three years ago and our music director at the time responded and uh, began corresponding with Sibo Zulu is his name, Sibo Zulu and um, he it developed into this very unexpected relationship and those guys came to visit us How did, how did he find you? How did he find you? There are a couple of different Origin stories about it. Um, one is that uh, an anthropology professor at Montana Tech, here at the local college in Butte, uh, was on an anthropological dig in South Africa, and uh, near Nongoma, and wrote a song about it with the band that he's in back in Butte, and sent Nongoma FM uh, his CD. And with a with the CD was a note saying you should reach out to our radio station. I think that's the most likely. I think that's what occurred, you know. Uh, Sabo, <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Sabo also told us he had Googled American Radio, and our motto being America's most radio, it came up on that Google search. Okay. Cool. So,
0: um, what are the plans for the future? What's 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 going on? And uh, what you know, you're here just uh, creating awareness. I guess that's sure. the, that's
1: the purpose. But yeah. uh, what's the future? We're out at the farmer's market today because this is the week uh, of our pledge drive. Right now, this is the final day of our pledge drive. Um, And our goal this year is $20,000. We're zeroing in on that. So anyway, uh, we're at the farmer's market promoting an event we're having tonight, which is a concert. Um, three bands are playing. I'm in one of the bands, and that's at eight o'clock. But anyway, where's that going to be? At the Carpenters Union Hall. So that's another aspect of our station is um, we occupy one of the most significant historic structures in Butte, the Carpenters Union Hall, which for almost a century was the home of labor unions like the carpenters and the teachers, machinists, plumbers, the Women's Protective Union. All these unions would meet in our building, and. The upper floors have been abandoned since the 70s, and so that's another project of our organization is renovating the hall. And so we try to utilize and bring the public in as much as possible um, to get people involved with the renovation
0: efforts. I understand uh, there's a lot of history uh, perhaps in that building. I just uh, saw something uh, uh, that maybe it was earlier this morning I was reading something, but uh, wasn't there some kind of... uh, big strike and uh, a lot of disruption over unions in the history of uh, Butte
1: going way back at uh, the early days? I mean, um, there's many books on the subject. You know, we have a wonderful archives facility here, another organization we partner with as a radio station. But, um, you know, you could write a book or read books about just strikes in Butte, you know, over the course of the 20th century um, and even before that but yeah there was a famous incident I think it was in 1917 or maybe 1914 um, where the miners blew up their own hall there was division within the miners union and so they that's were, what it was they yeah. were having a very contentious meeting on main street um, just right over there and um, some guys got mad and went and got some dynamite from the mines and came back and blew up the hall so there's a picture of the, of the miners union hall in it's a pile of rubble in the middle of Main Street, but um, luckily that never happened to the Carpenters Union Hall where we reside. Okay, all right. So uh, I'm kind of fascinated with uh, Butte and uh, all of these
0: old buildings, wonderful old buildings, and it uh, looks like mostly
1: empty. Yeah. Like I say, um, a lot of challenges in Butte being a post-industrial community. The the major mining industry um the underground mining ended in Butte a long time ago in the early 80s. And then open pit mining, um, which swallowed half of the town, uh, basically stopped in 83, and they, they turned off underground pumps. And so our mile-wide hole in the ground, the Berkeley Pit, is now full of over 50 billion gallons of toxic water. Um, And uh, on top of that, there's an active open pit mine just on the edge of town. So uh, that's Montana Resources. It's a non-union private corporation owned by a billionaire who has a five-story yacht. So the days of the Copper Kings are not over in Butte. But um, a a former mayor once put it well. I think Butte used to be the mining city. Now it's a city with a mine in it. Um, And so... Uh, yeah, a lot of these buildings are vacant because Butte is still experiencing a century-long population decline. 1917 was the peak of everything, including population. It's been declining since then. It's still declining. So, Yeah, I heard that there was uh, over 100,000 uh, population at the, one time. You know, exaggeration is um, prominent in, in the retelling of Butte's history, and I'm no expert. But um, the census would tell you 90,000 know, was at the absolute peak. All right. Anyway, <laughs> considerably more than today. Three times is what it is today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, these buildings. I mean, um, every parking lot you see, just right over here, um, was the pennies fire. There were fires all over uptown. You know, in the 70s and 80s, when people were leaving and the economy just fell out from underneath everybody, and so a lot of places burned and many of them were arsoned, Although no one's really ever gone to jail over that. But this whole block, yeah, there's a picture of that on fire. There was a, a big building here. Um, anywhere there's a parking lot, you know. I, people from out of town are often struck by Butte's architecture, and and I was one of those. That, you know, when I first came to town, and now I've come to learn that um, it, it's just it's so painful to see what's left. There's so little left. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now tell me a little bit about the music that you play. I'm hearing some interesting old. I mean, you have got a <laughs> lot of old '78s, and I'm hearing some things that uh, yeah. uh, probably predate uh, me. And I'm an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, um, being a free form public access station, the program schedule is entirely unpredictable. And so, you know, our criteria for people's shows, we don't tell our DJs what to play. Um, and we only tell them what not to play with regard to the law. So if it doesn't say "fuck," you can play it on KVMF pretty much. You know, so uh, people yeah. just have to follow the law, and that's it. So the result is that there's every imaginable genre of music is you know represented. Sometimes just in the course of one two-hour shift. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's really varied. But yeah. there are some regular shows. We have several regular jazz programs, like on Sunday and on Wednesday. Um, People that focus just on blues. Um, There are a couple different hip-hop shows. One where kids, local rappers, um, freestyle live on the air. Uh, And those kids will be performing at our party here. Um, So it's really varied. But in the last two years, uh, we really, as the staff members of the station, have really pivoted and focused on creating local news content. So we also have that component. Um, And we host now four local news hours a week, um, Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Okay. And uh, the content uh, would be uh, just anything happening on a local level? Well, yeah, it's kind of a la carte. So we have people uh, like uh, single elderly men living on Social Security that like to share cheesecake recipes. Uh, we call that news. So that's a guest editorial. Uh, then we have like a retired history professor from Montana tech who provides political commentary. Um, he taught history for 41 years. So very, um, learned and offers an interesting perspective. Um, I do a program called let's talk, Butte, where I bring people in, um, everybody from County commissioners to homeless people hanging out at the parking garage to whoever. Um, and we just talk about butte and then, um, a component of that show is an oral history project we're doing at the archives so we talked to a lot of old underground miners um, and their wives their family people um, that knew butte when it was booming and there's a lot of living memory of butte as a successful uh, booming economy and it's obviously not that anymore so Yeah, the content is is really varied. My colleague Daniel Hogan does a program called Superfund 101 because Butte is at the headwaters of the nation's largest Superfund site. And um, so Superfund 101 is an educational program about the environment. Cool. Uh, Why don't you say again, uh, so
0: we've got your call letters and exactly how someone could tune in regardless of where they are.
1: Yeah, um, it's KBMF 102.5 FM in Butte, Montana, online at butteamericaradio.org. Fantastic. Clark, really appreciate the conversation. Thanks for your interest. You bet.
0: That's it for this episode of Dialogue from an American Mosaic. Thanks for listening. And if uh, you like this podcast series, uh, please subscribe and uh, tell your friends.